What up, what up, what up? You know what it is. Welcome to the Let's Keep It A Stack podcast, man. The squad is all here. We in the building. Uh, We back again. Season two. Check us out on all platforms. Check out all our past episodes. Uh, But man, this week we got a lot of activity. What's been going on, fellas? It's been been good. I'm hoping my boy Sko, we're trying to find him a woman. And Sweetie is now free. Quavo said that she wasn't the woman he thought she was. So, Roscoe, are you about to slide in with me? Man. You know I'm an icy boy, but you know I don't know how to like fake titties, so I'm sorry. I don't know if I can do it. <laughs> hey, Aiko, La Roscoe, I thought you said, you know I don't like black women. <laughs> so, oh my God. Oh my God. Hey. That's it for today. You need to stop. I was about to say, we about to change Roscoe's the whole topic to today. The, the whole topic gonna change if he said Black that. women, I love y'all. Don't even think otherwise. You know what it is. Oh man, but uh, man, we we actually got a lot of things to discuss on today's episode. So, what's on the agenda this week, fellas? Well, first thing we can need to discuss is that uh, been a lot of hate going on in our country, as you know, since the beginning of time. But recently, we're seeing a uptick and swing in Asian American violence. And it really kind of reared his ugly head um, this past week with the shootings at the spa parlors in Atlanta where eight Asian-American women were killed by a man. And I know Jeremy Lin spoke on that about two or three weeks ago, I believe. He was called coronavirus on the court, and he kind of put out a message saying there's been racism hate going on in the league, and then this case all over the country. So we got something got to be done to stop the – discrimination and hate towards our other minority group and our Asian Americans across the country. Yeah, like it's crazy kind of seeing that. And that's kind of the question I want to pose is being minority group ourselves, especially historically, been through a lot for hundreds of years. How did you all feel, I guess, seeing another minority group getting discriminated against? Not surprising, actually. Uh, honestly, every every group has gone through something in some shape or form or fashion, unfortunately, but not surprising. Uh, you hate to see it, and you, I mean, you can relate, and it's it's just awful. Uh, but it, it, you know, it comes with the, ter- the territory of being a, a person of color. Not gonna lie, I was like, welcome to the party like I mean whatever you can't I mean you can't really I mean I feel bad for him but it's it's, that's it yeah I just feel bad for him yeah I I know what you mean Daniel (laughs) (laughs) I want to say something that was that wasn't PC so I'm just kidding (laughs) I I feel bad for him uh, I know what you mean, bro. Like, when I saw it, I was like, you know, damn, that's really sad and stuff. Um, but kind of, like, as a minority myself, I felt like my hands were kind of tied. Like, you know, I, I hate to kind of see that uh, just going on in our country, especially in 2021, uh, especially 
over coronavirus, you know, all of the evidence we have and, and facts out there about that. Uh, it's just crazy to see. Yeah, it's quite unfortunate, too. I think the biggest thing that I saw, like I said, of course, it was a terrible situation. And we definitely should stand in solidarity support. But I think the NBC, NBC News published an either an actual article or editorial about what should Black people do to help. And I, I, saw that. I was like, okay, now what do you want us to do? <laughs> like, we are, like, what do you want another minority group to do when the, that it's not like African Americans are the ones committing these violent acts or oppressing them as well. So what do you want us to do as African Americans? Like I say, I agree that this is not the oppression Olympics. We shouldn't say our struggle is above theirs or their struggle is above them. But it's not, nothing we can do since we're not in power in the majority of this country. There's really nothing we can honestly do that's going to change the way people feel about another group in their heart. You know what I'm saying? Like this, you can't let it stay racism out. We can't march racism out. We can't picket, protest, boycott our racism. That's some, that's something that somebody's going to have to go through in their heart that would change. I'll just turn over to God and flip their heart over. If not, it's going to keep on going on and on and on and on until the end of time. Yeah, bro. Uh, that article caused, you know, a, a uproar on Twitter, I would say. Yeah, and it was a split, you know what I'm saying, kind of perspective on it. Uh, a lot of Black people had the same perspective as you did, or you do. And uh, I kind of feel the same way. It's almost like, I mean, we are also obviously going through a lot, and we've been going through a lot as a race. And I really feel like instead of putting the attention on us, we should, the article should have read, what can white people do <laughs> to stop this? Because yeah. they're the ones that are in power. If you notice, they are the ones that are committing these crimes a lot of times. Uh, I'm sure there are minority or minority crimes. I'm not saying that. But as far as like hate crimes go, a lot of times it's white males from what my memory recalls. Uh, and so I feel like the attention and focus really just needs to be on that. Right. Instead of saying stop Asian hate, let's make hashtags or Instagram brother says stop white supremacy. Let's let's put those out there. That's what it was call it what it is. And let's just stop racism like that. Because until you stop that, or once you do stop that, and then hopefully let's pray there'll be less instances of situations like these across all minority groups where we're not seeing these hate crimes committed uh by those people who are just ignorant and vile to say the least. And don't deserve any of our attention and recognition, unfortunately. And we got to stop making excuses. Stop making excuses for them, too. Go ahead, Scott. Because uh, they think, they, you know, they blame the entire virus on the Chinese. And honestly, they associate anybody Asian with that group. So uh, they've unfortunately been the target of all these uh, just attacks and assaults and all of this and that. The spa thing in Atlanta was terrible, but I mean, you guys make a valid point, you know, like I can march with you, I can make all the social media posts in the world. Uh, we can lock arms, we can we can march as much as we want till our feet are sore. Um, but it, it ultimately comes down to like somebody like the group in power accepting us for who we are. Um, we're still fighting our fight as well. So, um, it's just kind of one, like one of those things, man, like um, I can only do so much for you, but uh, I, you know, we definitely got their back. Though. Do y'all think oh, it'll sure. ever go from stop 
Asian hate to stop white supremacy because the people in charge, I mean, there's a reason they don't put stop white supremacy. So do you think it ever get to that point? Nah, I mean, it's going to, no, I don't think it will. Cause like I said, even they already, I mean, they make excuses for when those people make those actions like that. For example, I think the sheriff said that man had a bad day. Now I don't have some bad Sorry, days. I couldn't believe that. <laughs> I don't have some yeah. bad days. I don't punch the wall. I don't kick things. But I ain't never went and go kill eight people. You know what I'm saying? Like we all yeah. You almost killed two. You almost killed two. <laughs> you did. That's true. Exactly. <laughs> We're here. We're not gonna go down road. Y'all here boosting. But uh, that's the problem is that they they that's obviously how you can sum up white privilege. I know it's a lot of standards that they you get uh, the benefit of the doubt. That man gets a benefit. He had a bad day, so he he can do things like that. And what's funny, like you mentioned, Roscoe, the virus started in China. He went he went to go kill Koreans. That's already in itself. Everybody say Asian. We think everybody Chinese was Koreans, <laughs> Japanese, they're Southeast exactly. Asian, Cambodians, and maybe you kill Koreans. So if you don't like them that much, you didn't go kill Chinese people. You kill Koreans. We had nothing to do with the virus. We we're struggling with it ourselves. And that's just that's just sort of racism in itself, right there. It's just, but no, Daniel, it's not going to change until, like we said, until the people in power. Decide to actively make a change, then unfortunately, this is what it's going to be like in our society until people change their hearts and change their minds. And like Roscoe said, start accepting alumnus for who we are. And we're all people at the end of the day with differences, but that's just America, man. Real, bro. Yeah, great oh. thoughts. Um, I kind of echo all of that as well. And, um, Hopefully one day we can see some change, uh, but I think the fellows aren't really holding their breath on that one. So uh, more to come on the change and uh, ending racism in America. We'll sit back and see how that goes. Man, in other news this week, though, uh, probably the biggest news in the in the sports world and probably in America in general is the ongoing sexual assault cases building against Deshaun Watson. Um, it's crazy that when we planned this episode, I think it may have been only a couple women that have came forward. We didn't know if this was going to be sustainable, what was going to happen, but now at over 20 women I believe that have came forward against the quarterback. Um, and so really let, let's, let's take it back to the beginning, I think, and give the, the listeners some background on it. So for those who don't know, Deshaun Watson is the quarterback right now for Houston, Texas, arguably regarded as a top 10 quarterback in the league, one of the more marketable stars. Um, he is currently going through a contract situation where he doesn't want to longer be on the team. He wants to be traded due to the uh, – I feel like Texas betrayed him. They're not doing things right, not really moving forward, so he wants to get out. Uh, so, like kind of Tim said, at first it was like a, I think one or two women had came out. Uh, like many NFL players, Deshaun gets massages, so he was getting uh, hitting up masseuses in the city and on IG to give a massage. At first, one or two women came out and said – that uh, he had unwanted contact and sort of sexually harassing them. And then that number jumped to about five or seven. Then it jumped to nine. And now, as Tim said, there's potentially 22 women who have uh, 
gotten with a lawyer and potentially filing a lawsuit against him for uh, his actions that he's committed. So um, it's a definitely, definitely a tough case for Deshaun right now. Um, it's not looking good. I mean, we, I'm going to be straight up to y'all. Did he do it? Twenty-two women is a lot. That's is it's hard. That's for, a lot. That's a lot, Daniel. It's, it's it's hard for three women to agree on something. <laughs> so twenty-two, like you, twenty-two women ain't not lying. I mean, I'm sorry, but it's 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 a lot. Yeah, it's crazy because, like we said, like a week ago, you would have asked me, I would have maybe said, I don't know, or. I kind of got to see, you never know. But now if you ask me, it's a hell yeah, he did it. It's not even, it's not even a question. <laughs> I'm looking like 22 women, like you said, Dan, like there's no way, like there isn't something there, I feel like. And so uh, it's just not looking good. Like I said, every single day, I feel like he gets more and more guilty because more evidence comes out. And then even the lawyer had receipts that he apologized to one for whatever he did. So the receipts are starting to come out. And it's a whole multitude of women, I think it was seven black women, three Hispanic and two white so far. And then they're still vetting 10 others. So it's only mounting at this point. So what you about to, I think you're about to say something, Roscoe, what'd you have? Oh, I was about to say, yeah, I think he did. I think he did it too. Uh, man, he, he you can't just be out here wild and you can't just be super sorry, but like, like, come on, dude. Yeah, it's it's crazy. And you know what is also crazy? I know it's Twitter, but look, I'll sort of be making some sense, man. It's a conspiracy theory out there that the Texans may have been involved with some of these allegations. Now, the lawyer... I guess his neighbors with the owner of the Texans. I don't know if he knows them or not. That's kind of been disputed. Uh, but my kind of question is, do you all think the Texans could somehow be involved just because of his contract situation? He's not really cooperating with them, doesn't want to play for them. Do you think they knew beforehand? Because I also think that's a possibility that they knew about this stuff and they kind of kept it under wraps. I think they knew about – I don't think they knew about all 22. I think they knew – something was going on but i thought at first i thought like yeah it could be a conspiracy then i thought about it and like why would the texans do it because it it hurts them just almost as much as it hurts Deshaun because it lowers his value they're not going to get as much for him in a trade and then if they have to cut him or if he gets suspended or whatever then they don't get anything for him so like i mean what what would their motive be yeah, they're right. There's, there's nothing to gain. <laughs> Why them having their star quarterback be a like I said potentially suspended, or if they do in a trade them, they're not the return value is just plummeted. So I don't think if it sounds like a juicy story to say, yeah, it's just trying to put this black man down. But twenty two, like you said, all this. He did something there. Like I said, well, what got me reading through the case was like quarter TMZ. I think a few of them, uh, he tried to force them to commit oral sex. At first, I thought I was just like indecent exposure. I know you know your massage, you're typically naked. He made flashes, genitalia or something like that. But I didn't even know that it got to the point where he was trying to force them to touch in places or force oral sex. And that just escalates it more. And now, now that could lead to police getting involved, which could make this even go 
deeper than just a civil case, and which is which could completely damage his career. Yeah, that's the crazy part. Oh, go ahead, go. Oh no, I was just gonna confirm that. Like uh, the lawyer who's representing all of these women said, they're presenting a package uh, of information for the police, so it's definitely headed there, Jay Will. But you touched on some flock uh, about his legacy. Uh, y'all think this will ultimately hurt his legacy? Because we, to be honest, we've seen a lot of cases like this with athletes, unfortunately, and they're often forgot, forgotten about. So do we think this one is going to have a lasting impact on who we think of Deshaun Watson in 10 years? Sad, but no. I, I don't think so. As long as... Long as... You win. I think Richard Sherman uh, said this about somebody, one of his teammates or somebody, somebody in the NFL being racist. He said, as long as you show up, your teammates don't care. And I feel like fans have the same thought process. Like, as long as you can win, like, if he wins the Super Bowl, well, I'm not saying he will because he hasn't been in position anywhere close to being in position to win a Super Bowl. But if he does, nobody is going to care about that. I'm not saying not, not nobody, but. You know what I mean? Like, no, I feel what you're saying because you got to look at like Ray Rice versus Ben Roethlisberger, right? Like, I'm not saying their crimes were equivalent, but Ben Roethlisberger is often forgotten about, but Ray Rice got kicked out the league. And I mean, okay, it's different. Let's back just different time. Hey, you about to say, I'm about to interject here. Yeah. Different times. You talk about Ray Rice, though, we talk about video, so you can always replay yeah, it. Yeah, it was on video. It's on video. ESPN showed that like all the time. They kept showing that same video yeah. over and over. Same thing people told, oh, what about Kareem Hunt? Video of him doing it. So it gets replayed in your mind over and over versus Ben was a, somewhat of a he said, she said, and he apologized, but it's happening in the bathroom stall. There's no video. There's no nothing like that. But now, Daniel, in 2021, with cancel culture, social media, you know, women's rights are starting to come up to the rise and all that. There's no way they're going to forget about this if he is found guilty of any of that stuff. Like, there's no way, even with the NFL's personal conduct policy, they don't even need, you don't even have to have criminal, like, you don't have to be charged with a crime. You can still be punished by the league, which we, I know me and you debated about this. Like, if he is found, the NFL does an investigation, of, they're going to interview every woman possible, and they feel like he did something there. I feel like with a sheer amount of women, it's at least a year suspension at the very least. If you're assuming for, you had three women with Zeke, so he got like six. And Tony Brown had one or two. He got eight. You're talking about 22. Like, dog, like, let's just – was raising us on that's at least got to be a year. I feel like there's no way that like Tom Brady got four for the deflated football. So like, if we gonna talk about 22 women he potentially sexually harassed, that's got to be a year suspension. Ain't no way, and they're not gonna forget about that. You have to cut them. Unfortunately, not. I don't know if you have to, but Texans would definitely take some fire. How much heat are they willing to stand by him? That's really what's gonna boil down to. He don't really want them, so are they gonna try to defend him, or are they gonna take heat from all angles from the media if they hold on to a man who is basically could be guilty of or, or found guilty in a civil suit or potentially criminal if it goes to that point. Of so this is, hold on, Flag. this is a thing. So how can you say the Texans are going to be scrutinized? But I mean, an, another team is going to pick him up. He's good, right? So it's like you going to the Texans for like not releasing him and then letting somebody else get him for free or whatever. Like, you know, at the end of whatever the suspension may be, he's getting picked up. It would be 26 by the time the next season starts. So, the, like, 26-year-old top five quarterbacks aren't just growing up. Bro, it's going to be 25 teams trying to sign him if the Texans cut him. 
So I mean, I agree. I, I mean, yeah, but I, I mean, I don't know because yeah, you're right. Because he is talented in the NFL, you know, talent is over everything. But man, that's gonna be. I'm not. I don't know what they should do. I mean, I feel like if any any job, if you're an employee and you do something like that in nature, you're gonna get let go. And I'm not. It's a tough situation. I don't fault them either way because the suspension's gonna end at one point, and you're gonna want them back. But it's, yeah. so it's like uh, I don't know. I hate that. I just hate how that works in the NFL. Like looking at Kareem Hunt, it was like okay, the Chiefs had to automatically release him, but then the Browns didn't get like nobody was looking at the Browns sideways, and he's you know he's doing decent with them. So it's right. gonna be the same thing if the Texans don't release some people are gonna be looking at the Texans like you support a person that assaults women, but are we gonna like say the same thing about whatever team is on the other side? We're not. So. I don't. I wouldn't blame the Texans for not uh, cutting him. I think he the suspension, and I think Flock now is probably like you said. It's it's probably going to be closest to the year mark, just because of uh, the public scrutiny, social media, all of that. Uh, the NFL has been criticized heavily for their inconsistency on their personal conduct policy. So, and of course, they love to get an example out of us. That's one of my biggest things. So, I feel like he's going to get a year for this. Um, and especially if criminal charges come up, that's going to be a whole different thing. I think that right there is going to maybe determine his legacy kind of, um, I don't know. I, I just kind of got to see what's on the other side of his punishment to determine the impact on his legacy. I just don't have faith in the NFL or in as a whole to do the we don't have. What do you have faith in? Like, where it just uh, it just depends on you as an individual. Honestly, that's really what it comes down to. Because we like, you know, he had a case with one woman, and you know, a lot of people hated him for it. He got some like serious slack, legacy tainted to a good portion of people. But I mean, he still was able to have a legendary career, Hall of Fame career and whatnot. He was found innocent, uh, so, but even then, like he, his, his legacy was still tainted. Um, but with this, I mean, I don't know. It still has a play out, obviously, but it really just comes down to like you a visual on whether you're gonna like, like I don't really care or like you said, cancel culture, get him out the league. But the thing is, though, the NFL doesn't just – you know, like, nobody's ever just been banned from the league. You know what I'm saying? Look at Michael Vick. He did the dogfighting. He sat out a year and some change. Came right back to the Eagles and multiple other teams. And, like, yeah, there were some people who protested outside facilities, but he still made his way in the league. But he did pay restitution. He did everything he did, paid his fines, all that. But, like you said, he came back in the league after he started to fail any time. <laughs> like, I'm not saying – I know sexually harassing women – or potentially salting them is definitely higher on the scale than dogfighting. But like you said, he was still talented enough. Somebody took a flyer and it kind of worked out for him. He had a few more years left in the tank. So like, what can NFL do? I feel like they're harder on Josh Gordon for marijuana and substance abuse and Randy Gregory and the list goes on versus people who do actual tangible crimes. Cause if any of us did this in our profession committed had sexual assault lawsuit, we're not going to work at that company no more. Granted, we are easily replaceable. We're not talented as an NFL player, especially NFL quarterback. But can the NFL do that? Say like, hey, if you do what, what's what's going to be the crime where NFL's like, yeah, you can't come back? Like, what's it going to take? Yeah, I don't. That, that's a good question because there's been murder, rape, 
yes. child abuse. Like it's been all like, everything you can probably think of is happening in the NFL. Nobody's been banned. Marvin then Marvin Harrison killer man, right? Wide receiver eight. You mean? I didn't even know that. Yeah, I didn't know that. I thought Boy, I heard about the Ray Lewis. The Ray Lewis. Is the, he uh, didn't. He didn't necessarily. He didn't do it, but like he basically. You gotta read that. Read that story on the side, Tim. Yeah, he. Wide yeah, hope you don't listen to come get me. Who was that one guy who uh, got vehicular manslaughter because he was drunk driving? Well, that's Dante. There was Stallworth. another receiver. I forgot his name. Dante Stallworth did that with the Browns. That, that sounds right. That sounds he right. Killed a man. Yeah. He came back. Little, little for the Rams killed somebody, I believe, too, in a DUI. I believe. Did they get suspended at all? They got suspended, but they still played after that. Like nobody. Yeah. Like nobody. Like I said, what's the Lisbon says? That now I can agree with you on that, Daniel, because like. We just named several people just off the top of our heads who have done something and came back. The only person who like did something and had a sentence time was like Ray Carruth with the Panthers. I think he killed his unborn child or a child. And he was but he was served so much jail time, he didn't come back to like he didn't come back to the league. Versus people right. they didn't really serve as much. He came back and they played and had the rest of their careers play out. Ray Ryan. But see, that's the thing though. If they if they serve their punishment, then how can we be mad at them trying to come back. Now that's on the NFL to to give out appropriate punishment. If they suspend him for one game for this, we're gonna be like, come on now, like that. But if they suspend him for a year, they I, they don't be handing out year suspensions that often. It's a privilege. I feel like the NFL planning any professional sport is a privilege. Like you're not just because you're good enough don't mean they have to give you that job. And if you out here killing people or raping women or doing doing all kinds of crazy stuff okay then that's different you doing that you know what i'm saying killing people for sure but we need to women i mean we just named but that's what i'm saying if it's a criminal case yeah we named named the whole spectrum though we did name the whole so i mean like if you if you i don't michael vick okay he should he should have got a chance to come back but there are other guys that shouldn't have got a chance to come back because they were out here raping killing people so i mean until the NFL sets a standard, at like they have a standard for domestic violence with six, six games, no matter what, like a first time uh, domestic violence or domestic abuser, the first time offense is six games automatic. That's why Zeke got six games. So, and if they like, if they need to keep pushing on that, like, say if you. So- you, 20, 22 women. But look, but look, Dan, this is the tough part of that. And I'm going to play advocate here from the NFL's perspective. It's not a criminal case. Obviously, if somebody got uh, convicted of a criminal act, then that's easy. Like, okay, yeah, you just got convicted of rape, so you're, you're done. But this is a civil case. And a lot of the times, these are civil cases. Because if they were criminal, we would know because a person would go to jail or whatever. But a civil case has a little, uh, I guess, less scrutiny or whatever to be convicted. They could settle. You know what I mean? So it's like that NFL has to just do its own evidence. And then kinda, it's, I know that's a lot. I feel like he should get a year, but it's just like there's hardly a Each situation is different, Daniel. That's what I'm saying. So it's kind of hard. Like if you said, okay, he got convicted of but, okay, let's rape, talk about first degree rape. We know his, what first degree rape is. It's fine. But this John is. John Watson right now, is, is he, he gets a year and then he's back to making, what is it? Thirty-five million dollars a year. Yeah, he's. I think. Yeah, yeah. Is that, that's that, is that? I mean, is that fair enough? Like he just he just assaulted twenty-two women, and and now he he gets to go back and make. 30, so 30, again, okay. So let me let me play devil's advocate again. I'm just making this up hypothetically. Let's say Jeff Bezos did that. 
or Elon Musk did that. They would go to jail maybe for you or whatever, but they would still go back to their money and go back to their business. That wouldn't inhibit nah, them nah, from nah, doing nah, what they do. That way, I feel like if a uh, high CEO did that, they probably had to be off the board. They probably had to step down though, bro. They would be running that country. Like a company. Well, they still could go back and do something else. That's what I'm saying. They, it's not like they True, used to be but no job But it wouldn't be Amazon. Yeah, they keep that with something else. That's what I'm saying. Like, no, something else making that money. They would still do something else. Like there's no other your, NFL though, but like if exactly, Jeff Bezos did that yeah. at Amazon, he could go to another, make a new Bezos startup, and then if he makes that money, that's on him because he started over. But any CEO, you don't have to get different jobs. Yeah any, <laughs> yeah, any CEO at a company like that, they they definitely out there more, bro. You hurting the company at that point because the stock, you know, the stocks gonna go down some, and you know it'd be a whole situation yeah. if you pull if you pull the sun like that. Because the problem is there's no second NFL, there's no second NBA. And so if you're that yeah, good, nothing else he can really go do. And he's a quarterback. Like you just can't replace a quarterback. Either. So it makes it even like double. Cause there's no, we seen the, the quarterbacks out there. Look about like, look at my boy, Jameis. He went through his situation, but he was that good. He was a still number one pick. He went through all that issue with the woman. And he said, she said, and that was just one girl. And they still say, you know what? He's that talented. We don't care. He was found out guilty or whatever. He's still the number one pick. Or like Deshaun. He could be guilty. Or he could settle, do whatever. The NFL can in, in, interview him. And like, well, you know what? He's still Deshaun Watson. Somebody be like, yeah, he, he, they, behind the scenes, in front of the camera, like, oh, yeah, he's wrong, man. Get him, get him. And then behind closed door, or the Brown, or Browns or whomever, Jaguar, what's up, Deshaun? Like, uh, you do your – Well, you so party, I just think – I think the main thing here is that the punishment has to fit the crime. If the punishment was severe enough and fit the crime, nobody would be – talking about him coming back. So, okay, he did get suspended for a year or two, and then he came back. Like, Michael Vick, nobody said that because the punishment was, to me, a little harsh for the crime that was committed. And he got and went to jail and got, you yeah, know, suspended yeah. that whole thing. So nobody was like, okay, why y'all take Michael Vick? Of course, there were some people protesting, but the general was like, okay, he served, he, des he deserved to come back because he really served his time. If Deshaun Watson gets suspended here, maybe ends up going to jail for a little bit and comes back. I don't feel like people is going to look at him like, oh, you shouldn't be back. He served the crime. He he's did. He paid the fines. He's not going to jail. That's a, that's another. That's the next question. We can kind of get into that. Do y'all think this will trickle over to a criminal case? He's not going to jail. Uh, I, uh, I don't know. I, I don't know, I mean, man. I mean, I like you said, 22 women. But criminal, though, you got to have 12 juries and all 12 or whoever they are. You got to all say he guilty. You know, I feel like you're not gonna get. You're not gonna be. No, I'm saying, will it even get to that point? Will it get to a criminal? Will it even get to a criminal trial? Let's start there. I don't. I think because at the end of the day, I think he's gonna he's gonna settle. So give up some of that 35 mil. Right. But going back, backtrack a little bit, Tim. I think the problem is, I think Daniel represent too is that NFL is inconsistent. For example, look at Josh Gordon. For those who know, wide receiver, he has substance abuse problems with, uh, I believe, drugs and alcohol, and all that. He's suspended indefinitely, let's say for marijuana, which is like legal in probably what 20, 25 states, probably now, almost half the country. And he's indefinitely, right? This man can't play football for something that's starting to become legalized across the nation. Hell, they said it may even be federal with this administration. Who knows over the next four years? But you're telling me he can't play no more football. But Deshaun Watson, who let's say he is found a good or whatever, has a chance to come back. That don't that don't make sense to me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, granted, he, he, Josh Gordon is still breaking the rules. He is still failing drug tests, which I understand he, he just should be punished for that. But, like, how can you say the wide receiver who has done nothing 
to that level of like sexual. He's just harming himself, honestly. You think about it. He's just hurting Josh. But you got a man who has had hurt women. And who knows what's the case? Details come out in a multitude of ways. And you tell me after a year or so, or let's say it's 10 games, he gets to come back and play the football. That don't, that don't, that don't sit right with me at all. And that's the problem with the NFL. And that's why I think they're about to make an example out of him. This is going to be a harsh penalty because they've gotten so much scrutiny. And it's not like they can try to repair that overnight. Like they have to wait until the incident happens. This is a big time player, popular player, obviously. Uh, and they can make an example out of him and show like, yeah, we're the NFL. We're tough on crime or whatever. You know what I'm saying? To repair their image. But what's a what's a, a harsh penalty? A year is not harsh enough. Okay, so what should the penalty be? I don't I don't know, I don't but know. I just know a year is not harsh enough. Well, no, let's brainstorm. Let's I would brainstorm say a, I'll say a year. I, I think year is the bare minimum. Minimum it has yeah. to be the very least. So right say, now, no matter what else happens, he should get a year. If he settles, if he because you said he's more than likely going to settle. So let's say okay, come out this week, Deshaun Watson settling, he still should get a year at least. I think once they do the investigation and we get all the details and it's like proved that, yeah, if all 22 or whatever say was being said, if it doesn't get investigation, because that's a granted, we don't have the access to what he actually has done or they're accusing him of doing per se. So that's kind of like the tough part. We're looking at the outside lens. But if it's 22 or saying he did unwanted touching or he forced him to have oral sex or he did whatever, then yeah, at the very least, man, at least, I don't know. That's almost like two years, bro. Because that's like criminal. <laughs> like, you know, I don't know. If Zeke, supposedly roughed up his girl. He didn't get criminal charge. He got six. Like, you talk about, it's just the, number, the sheer number of women. Even with one girl, of course, that's way too many. Don't make it seem like one, doing it one time is uh, irreversible and should be wrong. But are you saying there's a pattern? Like, it's a serial, essentially, effect of it? Yeah. You gotta, like... Definitely a serial. I think your contract gotta be... 22 like, gotta, is a lot. I feel like Houston gotta, like, void the contract. You got a year, and I feel like you can't come back until he meet. He has to reach benchmarks. I don't know what kind of training, whatever you need to do. Something got to be done for another year of like community service. Essentially, it got to be like a. I don't know. That's a long. Yeah. No, I like that idea situation. of him getting out, doing some stuff. Uh, but go how? What do you think is a fair suspension? That's like that's like an impossible question to, to answer, man. almost, man. Like uh, each situation is different, each crime is different, um, and as much as we want to get on the NFL for how they botched about every, every single situation when it comes to suspending players and this and that, it is case by case, and it is a hard it is a hard ask. Um, I mean, you guys are saying a year that, that doesn't seem too far off. Um, but I don't ever think you're going to get that, that length of time. Correct. It's, it's, it's like you said, Tim, it's like, okay, after he does the time, like, then what? I feel like that's like, that's the more cri more critical point, the more more interesting kind of fascinating uh, aspect of this. You know, does he get to go on about his life, or is he just going to damage his potential to earn money and earn a living? I feel like Roscoe, the answer to that, if he if he let's say he goes to the corner park and comes a felony and all that, 
I feel like he shouldn't play in the league no more if that's the crime. I'm sorry. That may be a hot take, whatever. Like, those are you saying like, because this is the specific crime, or are you saying in general with somebody? Like, if they interview the 22 and it goes to felony charge, and let's say he's found guilty of felony charge of any sort of sexual harassment, he shouldn't play in the league no more. I just feel like that's, I, mean, I think that'll that's definitely a crime. change I think, behaviors. I, I feel that's a crime you can't come back from. Like, if you're doing stuff to hurt yourself, that's different. Weed, drugs, drinking, you know, stuff like that. But if you're doing, you know, rape, murders, stuff like that, and let's say, because the problem is, too, like I said, not under Roscoe is like, it's not, it shouldn't be all in the NFL. Like, our judicial system has to have culpability as well. So, Zeke, for example, Zeke was doing those things back in 2017. He didn't get charged. That's a failure of the judicial system as well. And it's not the NFL's responsibility to adjudicate those things, too. So, the Houston needs to make sure they do their due diligence and for do make sure those women get the justice they deserve if it turns out that he did it. But if he is found guilty and it's a felony level or something like that, I feel like you, you can't come back to the league for that, in my opinion. Because we would have come back to our jobs. <laughs> I know we're different. Like I said, we're different, but we can't come back. You can, Tim, you're not going back to Chevron right. with a felony charge. <laughs> like, yeah. well, come on, bro. <laughs> I think in this situation, it's best to go over. And I mean, I, I, I hate to write Tim that they do like to set examples for us. Boy. And by us, we mean black people. Um, but in this situation, I feel like it'll be fair if they go over instead of under because it'll give them a chance. They've messed up so many – the NFL has messed up so many times and gotten punishments wrongs pretty much almost every time. This will be the right – this will be the time to get get it right and go over instead of under. They'll still yeah. mess it up. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's crazy because – yeah, I of course I think we all probably in the same boat. Like I really root for black quarterbacks, and I was a fan of Deshaun's, and I hated, you know what I'm saying, that he he did those things. But I think you're right, Daniel, that they should and they will. So I feel like like somebody said, a year is the bare minimum. I wouldn't be surprised if he goes two, and uh, you know the criminal case to follow as well. So I don't know. I think that this could be the start of a kind of a change in, in culture um, and kind of similar to something that we discussed on a previous podcast was about like accountability uh, amongst men, but this kind of uh, gets specific and talks about athletes. And we've all seen the different stories, obviously with professional athletes, but we, in college, we saw stories about this. Um, and I feel like, Deshaun Watson has probably been on a pedestal most of his life because he's just been such a good athlete. So do you think uh, just that culture of athletes being on a pedestal, feeling like they can do whatever they want, get whatever they want, sometimes people giving them privileges in different ways, do you think that may be what caused Deshaun to act this way? Like I said on the accountability episode is we as society don't treat women the way we should. Mm-hmm. And so until athletes have a harsh penalty, they're going to, I mean, it's going to keep, it's sad to say, but it's going to keep happening because you see, like we just talked about Deshaun Watson is probably going to come back after he gets a suspension or whatever. Then what's yeah. gonna, what's gonna he's still going to be rich. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, I mean, he's at the end of the day, he can say, I did this. I get suspended. I have a lot of money in my bank account, and then I get to go back and make another $35 million a year. Then I get to sign another $100 million contract after that. So, I mean, that's that's not that's not a real punishment. So, 
who what's to say the next guy, the next Deshaun Watson, what's what's to stop him from saying Deshaun Watson did it, so if I'm good enough, I can do it too. You know what I think? Uh, <laughs> so like we're talking about accountability, right? So a lot of that and like our views towards women, it comes from like how we're raised and the influences around us, right? So my sister in our article a long, long time ago and it said, you're the average of the five people you interact with the most. So so Danny Hunter interact- is back. Yeah. <laughs> no, now we know no, now we know why Courtney hated you the most. Whoa, you know? wait. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, if you're if you're hanging around people who objectify women and don't respect them on any sort of level, of course, like we're gonna get these kind of situations and and they're sad and and you know these women deserve better. Um accountability, you know, is like like we talked about on the last episode, like when you're having these conversations with your homies and your bros. And you know something's wrong. It's like, you know, are you gonna step up and say like, "Hey, don't think like that," or "Don't say stuff like that," or "Don't engage in that sort of behavior." And um, unfortunately, Deshaun Watson's boy—they failed him miserably. So, and that's how he—and why he's in the situation. I mean, first things first. I think we have to believe women. Let's be, let's call it a fact. Just because I, I, we always think women are, don't get me wrong, there probably there have been documented cases of, uh, you know, women lying on men, especially women lying on black men and stuff like that. But if you look at the thing, these are seven black women, three Hispanic and two white women. So let's, let's, let's cut the notion there that it's just people, they could be getting money grab. We don't know the whole story of the case, but we have to believe women because we looked up stats. It says like two to 10% of sexual assault cases are, uh, with somebody lied about it so it's very very rare occurrence that somebody has lied when it comes to sexual assault and then we found that 63 percent of uh, cases don't even get reported at all so i mean they don't even tell the police about what happened so i mean there's a whole lot of situations don't even go uncovered because women probably believe well they're not going to believe me because when you walk into a courtroom most likely your judge and ad are going to be men so like they're going to feel scrutinized they're going to be pressured they're going to say well she wore this or she wore that none of that should matter at all we first got, we got to first believe and take care and respect women. And Ross, we hit the nail on the head. We have to do better as men when we see our homie do something out of pocket. Like, hey, bro, you need to chill. Like, you know, that's not right. It shouldn't take us men like, oh, oh, I have my daughter now. So now, man, you don't do that to women. I got to protect my baby girl. It shouldn't take me having that. It shouldn't say thing about, you shouldn't have to humanize women by thinking about your future daughter. If you have a daughter or your mom or your sister, we should do that from the jump. Just treat people how they want to be treated. And in cases like these probably wouldn't happen. You know what I'm saying? You know, you wouldn't want, like I said, nobody forced upon your family and stuff like that. So don't do it from the very beginning. And to answer your question, Tim, yeah, I think he does have a support as athlete. They have a conflict. They can do whatever they want. He's been the big man since high school, I'm sure. He was probably the number one recruit at one point. He brought Clemson a national title. He was big over there, big in Houston. He's that dude. So I'm pretty sure he has a superiority about him, and he thought he can get away with it. Because I said they got text saying he's apologizing for making her feel uncomfortable. Or like so he already made it some sort of like he did it some little weird in <laughs> a situation with yeah. one of them. So who knows what else was happening with the other 20 that may come forward. 
Yeah, for sure, Flock. I just feel like men in general have like a superiority complex and feel like we can kind of do whatever we want. But then that just gets amplified so much when you're an athlete because, you know, everybody's cheering for you. Everybody loves you wearing your jersey, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, he probably does walk around like he's a man. And the sad part about it is I think of the 22 women that have come forward, but how many times has he done some of this behavior and they didn't come forward? Like, I mean, I'm, this may have started in Clemson. This could have started in high school, as far as we know. Uh, but I don't think this behavior just started overnight is kind of what I'm getting at. So he's probably been doing this for a while. And, and the other thing is, too, he's not the only one. We know he's not the only athlete doing inappropriate things and maybe forcing, you know, him, themselves on women or just uh, – I guess, asserting themselves um, sexually. And that's the sad part. And I feel like it can take something like this can be a game changer for the NFL to come down hard and it could maybe set the tone in the NFL and that could trickle down um, to college and then maybe even to the high school level. You kind of touch on it, Tim. It's like, um, it's a privilege that even as men that we have, even as a black men that we have, one thing I always tell you, talk about, and I'm nervous. Even when, when my wife and stuff, I was like, man, I thought about like when all four of us call an Uber, well, I'm not afraid of the Uber driver at all. I know good and well that Uber driver is not going to do nothing to us at 2 a.m. if we're drinking a little bit and we're going yeah, to Even if I'm even, by myself. Even by myself. I feel like he's not. In Uber right. Even if I'm by myself. I'm worried about it. I'm a big, I'm a big dude. I feel like, no, I mean, he's not going to do nothing to me. He's not going to try to fight me, harass us or nothing. You know what I'm saying? But imagine, Tim, your girlfriend or your, your significant other, like, damn. They know where you live. Like, you may be yeah. a little bit. That's a scary situation for women that I'm like, dang, that I don't have to think about that. They have to worry about that. We don't as men. And we that's why we have to be there to protect them on situations like this from other men because we know how some of us get. So you guys think it's the testosterone that gives us that superiority complex and makes us think we're invincible and can do whatever we want? scientific scope yeah i don't know maybe it's, i just think it's just we're just physically we're just physically bigger you know what i'm saying bigger stronger i think they got to do with testosterone though i, guess, what I'm saying. Right? I think we're just we're just it's like the physiology of it like we just we know they can't we've always been a hunter yeah they can't whoop us like we can't we, we're the more dominant in that aspect and then like just physically so i feel like we, we feel like we can do whatever we want you know what I'm saying? Because, like, if you get an argument, then that can't beat the in theory. Like, of course, there's some people that can beat you up. Ask Tim. He's been beat up by a woman before. So, <laughs> <laughs> so there are a few oh, out there man. that can throw them hands. Hey, the we, part, we left the turn-up episode last week. <laughs> but I, I think it's just, it's just from the beginning of time, Roscoe. It's a patriarchal society, you know, and it just gets repeated down, even though it shouldn't be. Like women are very capable of holding their own and don't need a man to dictate and run their life. Yeah, I think that's a that's a good way to end it. But, um, you know, like I said in the past, I think we all probably rooted for Deshaun because he's a black quarterback, especially he, he's one of the elite ones. But to be honest, I hope the NFL comes down harsh on him. Uh, and, you know, I even hope if necessary, it trickles over to a criminal case and these women get the justice they deserve. Um, I really, truly feel that. So more to come on this will definitely be monitoring the situation closely. Just in the um, day, he still, we just, I mean, we don't, we, although we do probably believe he did it, he is still, evidence has to come out. So we don't know. 
So Deshaun could be innocent if we're all we don't know the end of the case of the story. So I just want to just be on him too much. Like if he could be guilty, he could be innocent. We still got to wait for all the facts because it's still developing That's in front true. of us. So we still got to wait because, like I said, it is a classic. He said, she said at this point until we, till the public gets all the details. It's just he said, she said in our eyes. So we got to wait and see. But if I had to, like we said, That's I, true. We all four of us probably think he did do it. So if he did, of course, he needs to get to justice no matter how good you are. Yeah, I ain't going to lie. I'm keeping this stack. He looking a little funny in the light right now. He Real definitely, funny he definitely looking looking guilty. So Real we'll definitely funny. be monitoring the situation. And we'll, we'll probably touch on it whenever uh, this all wraps up and we kind of find out what his punishment will be. But uh, I guess to end the episode on a lighter note, uh, to be honest with our listeners, this upcoming week, all of the homies are about to get together for the first time in a while. Yeah. Everybody coming down to Houston. I'm having a housewarming party for my new crib. And man, I just want to say I cannot wait until Danny gets drunk. I'm going to make sure to tell y'all next week what he was doing. And also, I'm going to tell y'all how Flock was jigging. We definitely going to have some recap stories. Definitely retired. You know, Flock don't get out the house much. He, he retired and he's a dad now. Retired. Turn up tails, too. On the Turn road. up tails, too. Maybe for the first, for the first part of the next, the next episode, we may have to recap what happened this weekend because uh, I just want to see Flock carry the bell one more time. No, cool. Somebody's gonna fight. Somebody's gonna fight. That's how it's gonna happen. Somebody's gonna be fighting. That's all I'm gonna say. I just want the the cover of the next episode to be Dane with his hands crossed in the club. Yeah, yeah. We definitely making that happen. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Definitely making that happen. So yes, y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in. Hope y'all definitely have a blessed week. And uh, keep listening. We're on all platforms. If any comments, suggestions, feel free to reach out to us, hit us up, we'll respond to you. And uh, thank you. We out. <laughs>